This is part two of our conversation with Marley and his story about identity and the pursuit of K-pop and entertainment. If you haven't checked out part one, I strongly suggest you to listen to that first and come back. This is the continuation of a lengthy story and we definitely don't want you to be lost. So now, back to our talk with Marley, part two. Um, and just to give you make just to give you more context about the like money making K-pop yeah. idol make if you're not successful you make little to no money. Um, yeah. so there was uh, a big K-pop group that became famous because of like their problem. It's, their name was Cram Pop. Okay, so Cram Pop, uh, they debuted, and like I was watching an interview with one of the members, and she said that every single day. Um, during her trainee years, like while she was an, a trainee, like while she was training, she hadn't mm-hmm. officially viewed as an idol yet. Yeah. Um, like that she had to get like go to the company building at 4 a.m. in the morning and they would get back after 12 a.m. every single day. Every single day. And like Wait, are not only that, but they train like a music group. Is it is that what it is? Before they did yeah, 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 like yeah. a girl group or yeah, like a girl group or a boy mm-hmm. group. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. So, um, like, like for example, like BTS, right? Like they're a boy group. Like they pump out albums. Mm-hmm. Um, they pump out albums. They pump out their dances with the album, like the song. They also have like mm-hmm. photos. They take concept pictures. They perform on stage. They take interviews. Like they do all that stuff. Yeah. That's like that's a K-pop group. Um. Mm-hmm. Right. And Blackpink, same thing, but girl version. Right. Like there's right, they're under different companies, but it's like it's all like the same idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but. So K-pop idols make little to no money. And as I was saying, so carry on pop. Yeah. So one of the members said that like after they debuted, it took them three years to cut even from their training expenses, which means they oh, didn't. You have to pay for training? For training. Like, that's like a university. Like, yeah. yeah, that's, what it yeah sounds had, like. that's what it sounds like. Yeah. They had a, they debuted and three years later, only did three years later did they, like, did they make enough money to cut even with their training expenses? Wait, which means that they weren't making years after they actually started doing it oh yes my god yes they didn't what they the didn't fuck they didn't make any money before that mm-hmm. and even after that they made little to no money like no money like they were living off of like very like little stuff and stuff like that is it like and- you have a you're part of a label and the label is supporting your lifestyle until you or you're I, independent. It really it really depends on the label. It varies from labels. Some labels are more generous, some labels are more harsh, some labels are more flexible. It really depends. But like training expenses are a thing. Like it takes money to train you. It, it takes money to give you singing lessons, dancing lessons, rapping right. lessons, acting lessons, to clothe yeah. you, house you, to oh make God. you beautiful. Like they probably give you surgery. Like you think is that a real thing like do you think they actually force people to do that or cut them if they don't do that the surgery i so so fucked i don't know like they don't talk a lot about that it's just it's just oh it's like a down low thing it's It's part of the culture maybe or like part of the game right like i know that in korea like a very common graduation gift for girls out of high school is getting yeah what that's so crazy Mm -hmm. I've i've never heard of that yeah, Korean culture is very based on lookism. It's very, very based on lookism. Um, I've that's so crazy. A gift for a girl is, hey, how do you want to change yourself? You can do it. What, <laughs> guys? Right. How it's, fucked it's, is that? It's sad. Yeah. Like, how fucked is that? That that's normal. It's like, 
Am I the only person who is, you're like, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Of course. Of course. What? No. Oh, my God. Culture, like, I obviously can't fully understand either because we're not, we're not fucking. We're not from there. Yeah. Like. That's so crazy. It's crazy. I know. Like, Um, being a girl is already hard enough. Fuck. Like, you're already worried about everything. Like, you're already worried about how you look and how you perceive. And, oh, my God. I know. It's really sad. Um, but like now begs the question: like, why the fuck do I want to? Why, like, why do I want to put myself through all that like, mm-hmm. struggle? Like, why do I want to torture myself through that? Yeah, and, like, now you know what the simple, the simple answer is: just as simple as me saying, because I think it will be fun. Like, right. I, I, I really just, I really can't elaborate and convince you any more than that because. Yeah. I like I didn't realize like I started I, I think about this every day almost every day like everything we've been talking about I think about this every day at least once a day no I'm like at most maybe like like five times but at least once a day <laughs> okay and I really come to realize like I think like I think I don't like I feel like I'm naturally just born to be a performer like in mm-hmm. any kind of way mm. the thrill the energy of me performing in front of people being on camera oh photos, being on stage that is just the most exhilarating feeling for me like yeah. i like i remember like when i first started like, with my k-pop where i was kind of awkward like of course like every dancer was so awkward like no dancer right. just yeah. in the like, beginning like, yeah right like you don't just show up and become like chris brown like right away like you start mm-hmm. out like, small. Yeah. um like yeah, chris brown I, remember yeah. I, just, like, I like just kind of broke through at one point and i was kind of just like you know fuck us let's just do this and like now I just I love performing I love dancing and like that's why I love taking like my dance videos like yesterday I just shot like a, a dance project video and I worked like three four weeks on that so I'm really happy with like how that came out mm-hmm. um that's so awesome but, yeah like I I just I love it like I love performing and honestly like I so like so many so I cannot tell you how many people have told me like that industry is cutthroat like it's too yeah. hard like exhausting you're not gonna make enough money you can't support yourself all over yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Like, I like I still want to do it. Yeah, like, it's like, what's the alternative? You know what I mean? Right. Like, like you already experienced that shit. That shit wasn't fun. Right. And, and like, and the way I think about it is like, if you're gonna be good at anything, if you're gonna be the number one at anything, it's gonna be cutthroat. It's gonna be, it's gonna be the hardest thing you've ever done in your life. If you're no, gonna be exactly, the best. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, do you really think that like the CEO of like a freaking top comedy just sits in his office and everyone just kisses yeah. his shoe? Like. <laughs> you'll probably respond like it's it's hard to do anything well so it's like you might as well do the thing that you want to do because most likely if you like it you're gonna spend you're gonna work harder exactly if you like it you're gonna spend more time doing you're gonna work when people aren't working like you're gonna be the one taking eight courses but in your field you know what i mean exactly yeah it's the people the people who who disagree with you are basically people who have grown up with different values and they don't understand that fact yeah. that to be the best at there's nothing stable about going to university because if you're not stable here guys let me tell you you ain't stable Yo, yeah, you're not- <laughs> if you're not stable here you're not stable the stable exactly. is not money the stable is life like mental yeah. life. i really think like richness and like mon- money like it's I think such, like it's such an illusion, it's like such a mask. It's such mm-hmm. a fucking mask, and like, it just sucks because like, you see, just because you earn like a hundred k a year at Google and San Fran doesn't mean you're gonna be as happy as a K-pop star who earns ten k a year and is oh barely right. Yeah, wait, after yeah. ten years, they're gonna be alive and they're gonna be popping off, and 
10 years, you might not be. You know what I mean? Like, because right. you hate yourself. Because you hate that. Mm-hmm. Like, we need to have a conversation about fucking happiness. Can we yeah. talk about, mm-hmm. like, happiness? It's not even, like, a question of, like, if it's sustainable or not. It's a question of, like, am I fucking happy with what yeah, I'm doing? Yeah, what right? else are you going to do with your life? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, obviously, I doubted myself a little bit. So, like, I've told myself. Oh, like, God. So Let's mind, like it's not because like for me the biggest people like obviously everyone but like the biggest were my parents like my dad specifically like like hey man like you know you moved out you spend all this time like going to sc- i went back to school like i did another like uh, semester of high school basically to make up for all the credits because in high school i was fucking depressed as fuck mm-hmm. <laughs> so oh, bad <laughs> And, and so basically, like, I moved out for the purpose of going back to school and getting into the university, moved out, got in. And I was like, when I got in, the story is I was getting a haircut, right? And I saw my acceptance. I got the email. And my aunt is, like, the person who helped me move up. But she's always, like, she, like, doubted me. She was like, hey, man, like, what if you don't get in? And I was like, no, no, I'm going to get in, right? Mm-hmm. So when I saw that, I called her straight away. And I was like, hey... I know you didn't believe in me, but I got in. And I basically shot on her life. I was like, I know, you, I know you didn't believe in me, but look, look at this. Look at this. Mm. And I reflected on that. And I felt so shitty about myself. Mm. I reflected on that. And I was like, what am I doing with my life, bro? Like, why am I get? Why is my self-worth based off of proving this person wrong? Mm. Doing something I hate. It's like it's okay if you 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 didn't believe in me and I made it and now I'm in the field that I want to be and doing something I love. It's like I was doing, I was doing things to please people I didn't even like doing something I hated, mm. and I was I, like, holy fuck, I need to pause. <laughs> yeah, I need to stop. I need to full reset. You know what I mean? Yeah. Didn't accept my offer. Dropped out of the classes I was doing. Moved to fucking Guelph. Mm-hmm. Moved into middle, I don't know if you know where Guelph is. Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, super close to Waterloo. Um, and did nothing for a year. I was like, okay, I need to reset. Like, my life is, okay. I'm so fucked, you know? And and when I decided on music, it was like, really my parents, because, I, like, I get it now. We're on such better terms, but it's like, they want you to be stable. They they want you, They want to set you up, like, you know, you're everything to them. But what they don't realize is, the stability you need is is mental stability. Mm. I don't need on it. What I don't have a kid. I don't have a car. I don't have a mortgage. I don't have a like. I don't have any baggage right now. So it's like they're they're planning out this life where I'm gonna get married and have kids and buy a house. But it's like I want to be happy first. Mm. Yeah. Like they, they think the school and the system is gonna make me happy. They think that's what sets me up. It's no. I think like the reason why like. They think okay so like i'm just gonna take like my life as an example because like it just makes sense right yeah. like okay so let's take a hypothetical scenario right now like okay. like let's say like okay so let's say i get into let's say like a company reaches out to me and they're like hey we like your dancing do you want to train with us like do you want to maybe become an idol or stuff like that i'm like okay mm-hmm. sure and then so i'm 20 right now right i'm 20, 21 this year so let's say i train with them for like two three years and then i'm like fuck it i don't want to do this i can't do this anymore i drop out um firstly like if the company is nice or if you follow their contract like if all the contract they signed you probably don't have to pay back the training expenses but if you break the contract and you leave early you're gonna pay back all those expenses which mm-hmm. usually comes up to about 100 to 200k uh-huh. 
Okay. So, <laughs> so look, okay, so five unis. Like, Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. Let me think about, the thing about that. So we're, I'm yeah. in a situation where I'm paying back, or I have to pay back at a huge sum of money, where I can't even like be close to affording. And the yeah. only way I can pay back is coming from my parents' wallet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're probably not happy with that. And now. Yeah. I just dropped out of school two or three years later. I don't have a degree. Now I have to go back to school. And now it's harder because I'm older and I drop out of the school and it just makes things complicated. Yeah. Where do I go? Do yeah. you know what I mean? But you have like, to go and find out if that thing is for you or not, right? But what else are you right, gonna do? Right, right. That's like that's what I'm trying to say. That's why like I don't I would never ever ever blame or like discredit mm-hmm. or, like, Oh, okay. So you're saying okay, 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 yeah. okay, okay. Like, discredit like my friends or my parents concerned because it's valid. It's like valid. Statistically speaking, I will probably fail. Statistically yeah. mm-hmm. speaking, but you would rather live and die on your own sword and figure that shit out rather than letting doing something else. And then when you're 57, like being like, "Fuck, what if I actually tried?" Mm-hmm. Oh my because, god! Like, Can you imagine that fucking depression? Are you? Yeah, fucking because big? like honestly, like I'd rather be 25 years old with no degree, be like 200k in debt. But have tried something that I really yearn for, that I really hope for. It's and like I'd rather do that than be in a spot where I like suffer in the current state I am, just at it and come out with a degree and be like fuck my life and be like thirty years old and be in a job that I hate and not like my life and be like holy shit, just what if? What if I had done something? I just rather be like I'd rather just try something. You know what I mean? I'd rather try. You have to try. Yeah. Like I always think the what if question is always better asked now. Like what if I could do this? What if it works Mm. out? What if I could really see it? Then if you ask it right now, but in the context of the past, what if I did that? Well, there's no hope in that sense because you know what happened in the past. You can't change the past. Mm. At least like when you ask the question of what if looking ahead at least you could write that story at least you could try to make that what if come true but when you're in the future and asking that what if i mean there is no question mark there it's it's a written sentence it's over unless you're asking that question ahead again but you're older and you're at a different point in your life Mm. that's a good way of putting it yeah i've never really thought of it that way but it's true like and like like, you have the time now you know what i mean yeah you have the time to write that story and play it out rather than when you're 32 and then you're further in debt with the degree that you just got and the car you just bought and the person you just married and those bills and the expenses for your car and your house like you have no baggage you have none of that you have the you have the freedom to explore that what if Mm -hmm. because that what if will ultimately cripple you or it will help you decide on a path but you have to explore it right Mm -hmm. and like i think like obviously like there's cases like if you were literally like let's say like I like I'm literally financially struggling like I don't yeah. know like like there's a situation where I just can't pursue like my career like mm-hmm. my like my dream like my passion whatever then like that's different right but like yeah. I think like I have the capability and I have like enough privilege like financially like right. and like ju- just enough chances that like if I were to fail that I still have something to kind of fall back on you know what mm-hmm. I mean yeah, yeah. like I'd say like like maybe like maybe i do drop out of school and i end up going there and i fail miserably and i come back like okay like mm. kind of ass but like I you know like, you're owning that yeah figure it out from there just just one step at a time like i don't need to i don't need to write like the entire book at once i can just write a chapter by chapter and just keep chapter going by at chapter. it mm-hmm. yeah right like just keep going at it just keep going at it like that's why you have the time to write 10 books yeah i have the time to write it like chapter by chapter and like i think yeah. like I think 
like during quarantine, I'll get, I'll talk about this more later, but during quarantine, like I have never embraced that idea more. Like right now I'm taking four months at a time. Like well, right. I figured out what I'm doing next term. And I, I think I figured out what I'm doing next, next term. Mm-hmm. But like for the past like year, at least like because of all Corona and like everything that's been fucked up, like South Korea and everything like that, I've been taking it four months at a time. Like, like if you ask me what I was doing next term, like three weeks ago, I've been like, I don't know. I don't care. They'll figure it out when it comes. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. you know what I mean? And like, because me being 18 and stuff like that, like me, like young, like young me, like being all nerdy, I like to have things planned out. I like to have my life like like written out, like so I can see it. So I don't have to stress yeah. about like the what ifs. Like, I have everything kind of just yeah. laid out. But yeah. like mm-hmm. sometimes, like sometimes that's just re- like that's just restrictive. Sometimes yeah, like I, I just, the same way. I just like that's just claustrophobic. Like you can't like it's you like, can't. Be, where's the fun in that? Where's, right. Where's the variation? Where's like the fucking mutate? Like where's the freedom in that? There's no freedom in that. Exactly. Like where is the like the chance to explore? Where is the chance to walk yeah. through the woods and get a bit lost? Like yeah. of course, walking through the woods with a pave a cave path is easy, but it's not fun. Like what if you walk through the woods, find, explore, mm. like find a new species of deer? Like I and don't most know, of the time it's, yeah, and most of the time it's not. It's most of the time it's anxiety because you don't know what's gonna happen. Most of the time it's a lot of like you know, it's a lot of tough times because a lot of times you find fucking things that attack you. <laughs> okay, let's. But and like that's the only thing you would do. Right. And like, obviously walking down like a different path than like what's caved in the forest is not going to be easy. Like, yeah, to just, like you're not going to just find a side path and see like flowers and birds and like literally like welcoming you. Like you're probably going to encounter some bad shit. But, it's supposed like, to be like that. Right. It's supposed to be like that. But mm-hmm. what comes on the other side might be so much more beautiful oh, than what you expected. It's like if you're trying to do something that only point zero 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 whatever 1%, it's, it's supposed to be that much harder. Like exactly, exactly. It's supposed exactly, to be. Exactly. It's you're supposed to like literally fail. So you just have to not quit. I love Nipsey Hussle said it bad. He's he's like, I don't pretend like I have it all figured out. He's like, I just didn't quit. I just right. went through every single fucking emotion. He went through every, and then what if he quit and the next day it was gonna happen for him? Right. What if he exactly. quit and then like hundred meters later he saw fucking. 100 racks on a fucking tree like you know what i mean like what if he quit and the next day it was gonna happen he just didn't quit that's all you can do exactly like you can't give up man you really like going down a different path and especially the one i'm going down yeah you really have to have thick skin a strong heart and a big Mm -hmm. will you can't just let some like like get you down i've been rejected by so many companies already do i care no because i expected that <laughs> i expected just apply to 10 companies and all 10 of them accept me be like oh you're beautiful you're gonna dance and come in no no okay and to give you more context as well like the disadvantages i have being k-pop industry a i'm not korean really you're not korean where are you from oh i'm chinese like ethnically chinese that's cool so not korean um, I'm learning Korean right now, so that's helping me. Like mm-hmm. I'm getting slowly fluent at it, which is good. Yeah. Um, I'm old, old in the K-pop industry. <laughs> right, yeah, most yeah. most trainees start around like 14 to 17 years old. Right, that's crazy. You start young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You start young. You start very young, and I'm considered old, which means I'm less desirable to companies, which means that decreases my chances of becoming a trainee right. even more. Right. Mm. I, um. I'm also not like, I also am not conventionally like, 
like I don't like I obviously have like a like my face is like I guess like I have a lot of features of that they like. <laughs> I'm also not like yeah because like like my face is more of like a baby face right like they kind of like that kind of shit they but, do like, it's kind of creepy yeah. okay but, but I'm, like i'm um, with it <laughs> but they <laughs> I'm not, like, conventionally like 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 um like the like, beauty standard like, is that what you're trying yeah, to say yeah i don't fit their conventional beauty standards like super well mm-hmm. like i'm not ridiculously skinny i'm not like tall and lanky i'm just like an average height and i'm like i'm like 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 thin but i'm not like like, like right you're not sticks I'm, and stones yeah but they low-key like sticks. That's the problem. Yeah. Um, that's the thing. Like, those are my, that's what this advantage is against me. But like, so do you want to be a trainee? Is that, are you trying to apply to be a trainee or are you trying to just do it through, I don't know how, like, I don't know what you do. Like, like I don't know. Like, obviously like my goal is to just become a trainee and just be an idol. But like, again, like we talked before, but like, is that like the only path. I'm, I'm open to options. Like I'm open right. to options. It's just that, that field, that general kind yeah, of like, general yeah. field. It's like this is kind mm. of what I do. obviously if someone reached out to me and offered me something else that was like kind of interesting i'd be like yeah you know what i'll try that like let's actor say like, yeah. like let's yeah so let's say someone yeah. reached out to me, you were just like hey i think you'd be a really good actor or whatever like you want to come audition for this or whatever i'd be like yeah frick that'd be dope like even even in canada like if yeah. um yeah i got it thing i'd be like yeah like if i have time and like time to spare i'd be like okay yeah sure, i'll do it yeah mm-hmm. but like um like yeah that's my goal just to become like a training mm-hmm. a company like maybe like a soloist or like an idol. Um, like that talking about the one with the girl group. What is it called? What is it called? Uh, crayon pop. Crayon yes, pop. crayon pop. Did they like? Is there a graduation and then after they graduated, they started and they started and three years later they paid off? Is that what happened? It's like you. Okay, so, or, you, okay, so how it works is like so you're so right now the first step is like me. You're just you're like trying to get good enough that companies like you, right? Mm-hmm. So that's step number one. And step number two is becoming a trainee. So that's when you officially sign a contract with the company telling them that like you, now they own you. Now they train you. Now they tell you what to do. Okay. Um, and then if you're good enough, then, and they deem that they want to debut a new idol group, but they want to debut as a soloist, then they will put you in a group or make you a soloist. And then you will officially debut to the industry. So that means you're putting some work out that they're sponsoring basically. Pretty much, like when okay. you're a tra- uh, when you're a trainee, like like so when you're the a trainee, thing you need them for is honing your craft, which you can do by yourself. But what you really need them for is giving you the attention with the money that they have. Wait, sorry, say that again. So honing the craft that I have, and then so like because you go to school to hone the actual craft, but what you really need them for is the attention they have. You need you need the audience, yeah. right? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, because yes. because you, mm-hmm. you can be a good singer, a good dancer, a good actor by yourself. You can learn that by yourself. Yeah, yeah. but you know like, I mean? they're, they're the ones that like can get me to perform on stage. They're the ones that can get me instantly. Yeah, they're the ones that can get me in a good music video. They're the ones that can help me make a good music video. They're the ones that can like yeah. get me into that lifestyle. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're the ones that can get me managers to help me do everything because like yeah. I can't say my ring lights are making it NV like right now. That doesn't work like that. Like. <laughs> <laughs> i mean it could it, it could just take you 10 years to do that like, you like, I'm, right sorry, like I'm like i'm not like i'm not gonna do that like it just doesn't work like that like yeah, um interesting point, but yeah. like uh what was i gonna say like point being is like there's a lot of odds against me like i recognize mm-hmm. like, i'm on the older side like my dancing like i definitely think i've improved a lot and like especially during quarantine mm-hmm. uh, i injured i injured my knee in the beginning of quarantine so i couldn't dance for a month just kind of 
But um, I started dancing again after that, and it felt really good because I feel like that was like, because like, like if you remember the timeline, like last year, 2019 is when I hit my roadblock and dance, and like yeah. it kind of like kind of continued on to 2020 a little bit. But then yeah. I feel like finally when corny started, I that like I feel like I was ready to like regain my confidence again. Yeah, like you need you needed the pause, eh? Like for the quarantine, yeah, you needed, every, yeah, you needed everything to yeah. stop. So around like April, I started to like start dancing again, and um, it felt really good. Like I feel I feel amazing. Like I'm dancing. Like I dance. Like I dance every day for the past like uh, like three weeks. I use like mm-hmm. a local school for reflections, so I can see myself. Yeah. A lot of people walk by. They're probably like, "What the fuck is this kid doing here every day?" I don't care. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, like I like I said, I just filmed like some like I filmed like a dance thing yesterday. I'm really excited to like put it out. Um, and That's just for cool. personal stuff. Uh, just to like have like you know like a personal project and maybe to submit some of it to companies and stuff like that yeah. but um like my goal right now like if we go back to like the present right now like my goal right now is to just like take it four months at a time and just keep dancing and doing what i love to do but at mm-hmm. the same time like you know like learn some korean like hopefully like hopefully like i started taking a bit of singing classes hopefully i'll actually go through with that i definitely, <laughs> like, I definitely think i'm more of a dancer than a singer like 100 percent. so it's harder for me to put energy and time into singing mm-hmm. like, um, i could help you with that i've never taken singing classes in my life i just sing every day like really yeah like me I and, that. like because like i, I just don't know it. it's just like the way you move and the, how you express that is how i express myself yeah like i just express myself through my voice i don't i i would love to learn how to dance oh my god marley you don't understand (laughs) i'm so fucking awkward (laughs) with my limbs i hate it but with my voice i can like i have the intricacy in it to like express the emotion that i need to but with my limbs i'm so bad so like like, (laughs) so like we definitely gotta like hang out because like we literally need a collab (laughs) (laughs) like i'm I'm actually excited to hear about this project like what is it is it a dance video um well are you, are you guys releasing this on monday yeah yeah monday okay monday, monday. i don't get too much detail like just because like you can just see on my instagram and stuff like that but like um yeah. oh so it'll be out uh, by the time this releases it'll be out like a little bit later by the time release. okay it's not like some big like it's not like a big big thing i'm not really like what is that what did you record what did you actually record um what i did was that um i took three songs in k-pop and mm-hmm. what i did was that i learned like all three other dances okay and I kind of mashed it up, so I made it kind of like a four-minute like dance reel. Yeah, oh, cool. I, did, yeah. I did like one dance, and then I transitioned to the other one, and I transitioned to the third one. But like for me, like the challenge isn't just learning the dance; it's kind of like doing it all at once. Because like in most um, K-pop cover dances, like mm-hmm. if you want to cover a K-pop dance, like you kind of like like if you want to make an official cover, like you kind of take like multiple like shots. Like you do the you do like the first twenty seconds, you take a break. And then you do like the next forty seconds, take a break, just so that right. like you do like the dance. You're fresh. You're, yeah, you're fresh. And so yeah. like when the, when the video comes together, like there's obviously like, different shots at different angles, but it looks good because like you're fresh every time. But like the challenge this time for me is to just do all three dances one after another, all in one go, <laughs> and still maintaining that like energy and like stage presence. Uh, and bro. I'm really happy with myself because like I watched it like the raw version, and I was like, oh, okay, like. Like I did it. Like mm-hmm. I had no break for those four minutes. I just went hard. Um, I did, it. and I was really proud of myself for that. But um, that's amazing. Yeah, that's thank crazy. you. Crazy. I mean, like, like honestly, recording any recording anything in one take, especially if you're four minutes at a time. Holy fuck! I couldn't do that. <laughs> <I> mean, <it's laughs> that's crazy. That's rare. 
is practice though like i'm sure like yeah. like i don't mean this like out of like being humble like i'm sure like if you guys practice like you can do it too like oh, I, no, it's mm. possible it's just like it's like one of the two three times it happens and you're like holy fuck it actually happened like that you know what i mean yeah i mean like yeah it's just like and like that's it just kind of goes back to like what i have to say before like i'm like the fact that when i'm in quarantine i don't want to code i don't want to like learn a new language i want to fucking <laughs> dance like that's saying something right. that's a form. but um i remember how like like um earlier i was talking about how like i wish i kind of went to high school in toronto sometimes and all that mm -hmm. stuff okay so the thing is there are some k-pop idols that actually are canadian that they came from canada um mm. and they korea and stuff like that but they're usually from areas that are more asian like toronto richmond hill and vancouver vancouver okay yeah yeah, yeah. where they're like more exposed to that culture where is richmond so, like, hill? what is richmond hill it's like it's a like suburb like, off it's a suburb Toronto. Oh, yeah yeah oh okay cool very 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 asian very asian. really like brampton like for my people it's like it's like <laughs> yeah where is it is it north it's north it's a little less north Brampton's it's like north. yeah it's 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 like yeah. above toronto it's like it's like farther than the lake from toronto yeah mm, um, so it's not like it's not like um barry but it's not like north york it's like in the middle no it's farther than north york oh okay that's what of north york yeah. it's like between brampton and downtown toronto if i'm not mistaken it's like somewhere there Isn't no i'm sure it's, it's above it's above actually it's above brampton like it's not etobicoke because but we are not toronto mans as you could tell no, <laughs> like, like between toronto and mississauga is the oh, no, no. okay guys okay fast geography lesson okay this is this is downtown toronto okay okay yeah, um, yeah, yeah. this side is scarborough this side is etobicoke this is yeah. Mar this area here is markham richmond hill the north uh, north is yeah, yeah yeah oh okay okay so it's above mm -hmm. north york yeah um yeah. but like yeah point being is that like Thank i feel like <laughs> i feel like those people yeah. like they were exposed to that when they were younger yeah it's like they mm -hmm. grew up in more asian area so they kind of had a chance to explore like a more asian like like k-pop like entertainment have you, like, have you thought of reaching out to like all literally every canadian person and being like hey like I am willing to learn from like I'm trying to do the same thing and I want to learn like do you have any like can I do anything for you like because I feel like a big thing that I found especially in my industry um having no real like product or any like anything out there is just learning from someone who's already done it do you know what I mean well, yeah but like they're kind of like, like, so like value in companies they're like busy with stuff like and they're like they're like they're pretty much celebrities. Like you're a celebrity when you're an idol. It's like it's not like you can just reach out to Kylie Jenner and be like, "Yo, can I like learn from you?" She'd be like, no, "I should not have that." You know what I mean? But if mm -hmm. you made a list of like the top like, I don't know. I remember reaching out to like seven, like I don't know, seventy, maybe a hundred people, and like like maybe seven of them got back to me, and then one of them was my friend, and so I ended up moving back and like working with him, and you know now I'm more in the industry. So it's like I'm just saying. Would you be willing to move to Toronto, get a job as like a fucking, I don't know, grocery clerk or barista or some shit and actually learn? Are these people, is that not even an option? That's not an option. These people like, are in Korea, like they're doing stuff in Korea, like okay. they're popping off. Like you're not, like you don't, like you're not noticed until you make it into the industry. You know what I mean? Mm. So the path is really getting to a trainee. Like, Pretty much. Oh, fuck. Okay. Cause in music, it's not like that. And then in yeah, music, no, you don't have yeah it's like there is there's literally huge independent artists and then there's like artists who are with labels and you know 
like and there's and at the beginning you don't have to be with like it's very like i'm i'm starting to see that that's fucks so you have to go to you have to go to the trainee thing pretty much that's like it's, yeah like you don't have much of a choice like yeah. like why would some company take you and be like oh just debut like whatever no like mm-hmm. dude, there's no way you can prove that to them like there's no way you can you can have your own growth and like you can be doing this for a while and then they pick you up later it's like you know that's well, i feel like it's, it's like it's like it's it's all about everyone else too right like it's not only you but there's also everyone else who also wants to be a trainee mm-hmm. yeah right? so like yeah it's like is there anyone who's made it huge that hasn't gone through the camp that's what i'm curious about no, no really not even one oh no. like okay. um there's, like there's a there's a soloist named like alexa she's from the states um i don't know if she has any asian blood in her but she's definitely like at least half asian or not asian at all i don't know but she's in the k-pop industry um mm. i don't know if she trained properly but she like she made it eventually um but like okay Alexa, shout out to you holy sorry you made it yeah yeah. freaking like i respect her a lot um that's crazy she's like american um but like every single k-pop idol has Mm -hmm. gone through training whether it's Mm -hmm. four months whether it's like a year um my favorite group one of their members trained for eight years oh god damn yeah man i'm so glad uh, i had this that member, yeah that member uh he became a trainee when he was 16 and he debuted at 24. okay let's go marley um let's fucking um, go and like being an idol it's like you have to learn how to sing dance but like obviously yeah. like just because you're good at dancing and good at singing doesn't mean you cut it like you have to be able to good like be good for their standards that doesn't mean like yeah like, you're really good doesn't mean that they like you because you have to have their style like they're, you're like they and like they also look for like vibe like vibe yeah. check like fit our vibe like does he fit our image mm-hmm. sometimes they look for a more badass image sometimes they look for a very cutesy image innocent yeah. image like do they yeah. fit like do you fit their vibe like yeah. it's, it's so it's like so many facts you, you can't like it's not an algorithm it's not an equation it's not like a checklist yeah. like it's everything I mean, like what it sounds like to me is like you just got to be yourself and the best self and you got to work on yourself and if you fit, because you can't fit the vibe, you have to be the vibe. You know what I'm saying? You're exactly. not, you can't mold. There's nothing you're going to do that's going to make them like you. It's You're going to be yourself and they're going to like you. Exactly. Yeah. So like. You have to do what you do best, the best way you can. And then you just got to keep trying and you got to keep fucking trying, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. So I feel like, like a lot of creatives get lost. Sorry, go ahead. Oh no! I was gonna be like, that's like probably the best way you can take it, like with this kind of stuff, yeah. like auditions. Like, there's so many, like, like a lot of uh, big K-pop guys, they go worldwide audition. They do worldwide mm-hmm. audition casting. So, like, an mm-hmm. so like last year, um, I actually went to an audition casting in Toronto. Um, oh shit! Uh, the company was Big Hit, and if for those yeah. that don't Wait, know, Big, big Hit is is the BTS one, right? Owns BTS. Yes, they own BTS. Ooh, okay. Um, I was not very good at dancing back then. <laughs> no, fuck. And to give you context, like I'm, I, this is kind of like I don't want to say this is embarrassing, but like, yeah. um, their cutoff age back then was like born 1999 or later. So I was just like on the cutoff age to be able to Jesus, audition. You were like, like an old guy who showed up when like 17 year olds showed up. No, like literally 15 year old, like less than like 14 year olds oh. showed up. I was, I was with Ooh. my friend. 
God. My friend was like 20, my friend was like 23. So I was chilling with him the entire time. I wasn't really talking to that many people because I was kind of just like, okay, you guys like literal children here. Like literal children. <laughs> <laughs> Like, the only I, the only experience I have that's relative to that is that was a grade ten and a grade nine class. But you're talking you're a fucking adult and there's kids. No, that's like you're literally wrong. nineteen and there's like twelve year olds there. Like I'm not even shitting you. Like oh my obviously, God. like I was more skilled than a lot of them. Like probably, but like obviously, like me being my age, like you have to be really fucking good to cut it. So and I wasn't mm-hmm. that good. Like uh, I think like like auditions, they really look at like stage presence and like um like how well you can like you know like like confidence and like yeah. back then. I wasn't very confident. I just kind yeah. of was really nervous. Yeah. Like I'm thinking, like now if I were to like go on audition, I feel like it'd be like a completely different situation. Like I'm not saying I would like own it, pass, and like whatever. But like if I were to audition in person, I'd be a lot more like hyped and like excited. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like the confidence kids have is ego, and the confidence we have is like shit, and then emotion, and then actual co- real confidence. Right. Because exactly. all because yeah. kids, I don't know. Like even me, like I thought I had it figured out. You know, and then when you, and then when the real confidence comes is after you go through the really shitty point and then you, and then you come out knowing that, oh, you, you actually don't like the real confidence comes from is knowing you're not good at anything. And you you have this one thing that you can focus on and there's one thing that you're good at. And that's the thing you got to focus on. That's real confidence. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> like the confidence comes in knowing you don't, you're shit at everything and it's okay. And like, that's, it's, it's not supposed, you're not supposed to be perfect. That's real confidence. But kids think they're perfect like kids <laughs> kids are assholes I mean, it comes it comes back to like what i was saying about colonel by like they mold our identity and yeah. we grasp we're like wow like they think we're perfect i guess we are perfect like yeah. was mm-hmm. um but like yeah like confidence is like i it doesn't, confidence isn't even about knowing you're good it's also knowing that you're shit and you have so much more to learn but mm-hmm. you know that you can be good right that like I know, like, for example, for me, like, I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, I'm not fucking good, as good as dancing as many as K-pop stars. I'm not a K-pop star, obviously, but, like, my yeah. confidence is, like... Nobody yet. yet. Yeah, it's yet. <laughs> yet. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yet. That's the thing. It's, like, I know that I can make it if I work hard enough, if I be myself, if I just keep trying. Because at this point, it's kind of, like, why, like, tell myself, like, why, like, say, like, if and start saying yet? Mm, right. Right. If I become a K-pop or if I make it enters and it starts saying like when I do, yeah. when I like when I do like I have to, I haven't done it yet. Like yeah. it gives you this more incentive to just keep trying and pushing because you know what, you know what? I completely agree. I have to like like I realize like, the more work I put into my craft, subconsciously I say when. Subconsciously I'm like, you know, when we're up, when we make it. And then I and I realize that consciously I'm like, okay, this is okay, this is good. This means that I'm putting in work. This means that I'm actually trying like my fucking hardest. And then my brain's telling itself, like, okay, we're if since we're putting in work, it's gonna work. It's gonna work. Just don't give mm-hmm. up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like I yeah. it's so true. That's all you yeah. can do, man. And like honestly, I feel like you can relate like when I say this, like, honestly, sometimes it's just the only support system you have. Just you telling mm-hmm. yourself that this is going to work out. Like, fuck, like, you don't have a genie. You don't have a fucking lamp. You can rub your hand on a genie pop. <laughs> if you wish to, like, become, like, a K-pop idol or become a famous musician. Like, yeah. you have to do that yourself. Like, you yeah. have, you're your own genie. But, yeah. you, like, you have to make it for yourself. You can't no, honestly, just... Honestly, I've learned that, like, when I'm anxious and I'm and I'm going too fast... 
like the process is everything. Like when I'm getting worried, I remember why I like this shit. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like sometimes I'm riding my bike and I'm going too fast and I'm like, where am I going? And when you just learn to enjoy where you actually are and that process of getting better, improving yourself, like, you know, like working with other people, like sharing stories, like that process doesn't matter how fast you're going. If you don't know where the fuck you're going or why you're going there, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. So it's, I like, agree. it's like, you have to have that patience with yourself. Like you have to, you have to be okay with all the fuck ups. Like, because the time, like when you're a K-pop idol, when you make it, it's going to be the same shit. You're going to be the same person and you're going to have to love it at that point. Right. Mm-hmm. And you have to have the same process at that point. Like that's, what's going to get you there. Mm-hmm. Like we're not perfect. Like we're really not. But like we have to we have to spend time working on our shit. You know what I'm saying? Like we have to face those like dark like like demons. We have like that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. and I learn when I'm going too fast and I'm getting impatient. I'm like, man, I just wish, you know, I wish I would get it. It's like, no, this is what it's gonna be like forever. And like and then once you put in enough time and you put in enough work and you know, like then you might, it might happen, you know, and you're only going to find out by enjoying this because if you don't enjoy this, you're not going to enjoy it later either. Exactly. I a hundred percent agree. Like, like what you said, is just, I can't put it in different words. Like I can, like, <laughs> I, like, I want to add on two things that I think like I've learned during quarantine, especially mm-hmm. day, like I noticed that no matter where I am, like no matter like where I am, I have to enjoy where I am right now. Like, mm-hmm. so, like, like, like that being said, like, obviously right now I'm not popping off in Korea, but that doesn't mean that I'm kind of enjoying life right now. Like, that's yeah, what that doesn't mean you won't. That doesn't mean you're not putting in work too. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I'm like, no, not many people like quarantine. Like, obviously like no one wants to be stuck at home, but like, I'm very grateful for a lot of things right now. Like, I'm grateful that I have like a shelter I can live under, that I have Ooh. loving parents, a loving family. Preach. Preach. Um, that I have Preach. an education that I'm still in school. It's- that I have a stable body I can dance in, I have good friends, like, those are all privileges we take for granted every fucking day, but when you really sit down and just digest that and really think about it in the context of everything, you are so lucky, like, we can literally go out right now and buy 10 burrito sandwiches and we can afford it, like, think about that. Dude, I saw what was happening, oh my god, it's, you're so, do you know what's happening in Oregon? Okay, I don't want to drag this on, dude, you're so, you have a fucking place to live. You can go buy 10 burritos. That's real shit. People can't yeah. do that. Like, think about, like, Yemen right now. Like, Yemen right now, mm-hmm. people are dying by the second because they can't even afford it's, water. Like, like and- you really got to be grateful, man. It's crazy. Really grateful. Yet, like, we are here wasting water, brushing our teeth. Like, we're here, like, taking longer showers because we like it. We're here taking extra showers because we're too sweaty. We're here, um, like, shopping because we like clothing. Like, Marley, you know, I'm so excited. I'm gonna teach you how to sing. You're gonna teach me how to dance. We're okay. gonna fucking pop off. Say I'm, I'm so glad. I'm so glad I met. Like after the, before this, I was feeling like kind of nervous, like shitty. I was like overthinking everything, and I'm so glad we had this conversation. Well, I just like want you guys to be like just yourself around me. Like that's the most I can ask for. I just mm. I don't like, like that's the thing. Like mm. I like I like like I feel like I like. Not like I like, not like really like per se, but it's kind of like I feel comfortable when people open up to me and just be themselves mm-hmm. around me. Because it's like hard. I, you have to do it, you know what I mean? Yeah, because like I'm not like again like I can't I can't I honestly like I also hate it when people say like oh I totally relate like I feel you I'm like bitch no you don't like no you don't 
advice and you can like try to understand but you can't and i feel like when people listen to me like sometimes i learn from their story and i'm just like oh okay like Mm. or i listen to them just like sometimes i even say like wow i'm very grateful that i have like not saying that they have a shitty life but i'm just like wow i'm really grateful that i Mm -hmm. I don't have to deal with that or like Mm -hmm. i listen to like what they say and i'm like that's a piece of wisdom i can take for myself and like usually like when i'm listening to someone else's like struggle or stories i'm just like honestly man like i don't fully get you like i'm really sorry that you're struggling and i you're mm-hmm. a strong person but like i support you and stuff like that and like but that's all you can do and I honestly that's, be- that's that's better I than lying to their faces sorry and that's better to lie than lying to them like i know like, i can't stand people who are all like oh my god like i totally understand like, i feel the same way i'm like First of all, if you felt the same way, you would be me, but you're not me, okay? You're, like, you're someone else. Okay? Yeah. yeah. Like, last time I checked, you weren't my twin that just popped out right here. Yeah. Mm. It's someone else's, like, mother's belly. Like, I don't think we're the same person, okay? Like, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. And, like, yeah, but, like, um, <laughs> like, oh, shit, what was I going to say? Okay. Um, second thing um, from my wife. Second lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like one thing I've definitely, like, also felt like in dance especially is like instead of focusing on per- like focusing on perfection and the goal i focus now more on progress because like mm-hmm. for example i'm also learning korean right now and i started learning korean in around like february and it's so easy to get like just start fantasizing about the goal of you being fluent in korean or you being on stage and stuff like that but like it's it's obviously nice it's nice to think about that but like sometimes if you do it for those reasons you're not going to make it though you know what i mean sorry so, if you do it for those reasons, it's not going to happen. You have to do it for the progress. You have to do, you it, have to do progress. it for progress. And, like, when you keep you keep thinking about the goal, not only do you, like, do you forget about how far you've come, you, you also, like, think about what you lack. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, like, mm-hmm. if, like, if I pour four cups of juice into Hannah's, like, four cups of juice to Hannah and then ten cups of juice to Chelsea, and Hannah looks at Chelsea and it's like, I'm missing six cups of juice Instead of being like, I have four cups of juice, it's a yeah. completely different feeling, yes. right? right. So like I, these days, I've really, really learned to look back at my progress and dance yes. and learning. And, been like, and is six cups of juice going to make you more happy? Who exactly. Yeah. Like, how is six cups of, tell me why. Exactly. No, like, there's no reason. Until you are there, you're not going to know why. The most you can do is appreciate what you have. That's why these days, like, every time I dance, I tell myself three things. A, that like, I'm always a beginner at heart. I, no matter how good I am, I'm always a beginner at heart. I'm That's a great way to think. That's I'm a great way to think at any level, at every level. Learning, like no matter what, yeah. I can mm-hmm. really just, like popping up. I'm still learning. Two, um, I'm embracing my own journey. I don't care if someone that started dance a month ago is better than me because that's their journey. It's not my journey. That's their it journey. has nothing right. to do with you. It has yeah, nothing to do with you. They, they might have different genes. They might have different background. They might have a different upbringing. Doesn't matter. They're not you. Yeah. So you shouldn't have to worry about that. Yeah. And third thing I always appreciate when I dance, every time, every, after every dance session, I always tell myself, wow, look how far you've come every single mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And that's I feel cool. so much better because yeah. like, instead of, tough. yeah, because instead of being like, wow, like I'm not there yet. I'm on the industry yet. Like, I'm still here. I look back and be like, you know what? Like, sure, I'm not there yet. But Let's like, go. look at the progress I've made. Look how much I've learned. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe like I will be 25 and not make it have to settle for like an ass job I don't want to do. Maybe I'll have a change of heart. I don't want to do the industry anymore. Who knows? But at least like yeah. I made this progress and that's valuable. Yeah, you'll find something. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I learned to like appreciate like progress yeah. over perfection, progress over like, yeah. like instead of 
And when you're climbing on Everest, like, if you only have you can, you, you, yeah, like you're like, gonna be climbing back. forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even when yeah. you're at the bottom of the idol list, you're gonna be climbing. It's always the life is always a climb, you know. And if you yeah. learn to enjoy that climb in whatever you're climbing, you're gonna love it. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Like before we get too cheesy, can we just cut this? I'm like, I feel like that sound is so cheesy. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I need some bread. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Like fuck, this is so nice. Yeah, yeah, but we like, have to enjoy that progress. Honestly, like I think, like when it comes to like my story, I think like I've said everything like contextually. Well, like my story, I don't really think there's like anything else I really need to like. Yeah, like I don't know how to wrap this up and tie a bow on it. Yeah, but, like, I want to wrap this up and tie a bow on it right now. <laughs> like, I, now, now I just want to actually get to know you, and like I feel like you know what I mean. I, I'm like, oh my god, Marley's so fucking cool. So I hope everyone thinks Marley's so fucking cool because yeah, what the fuck? Yeah. And like, and like. Yeah. and like thanks for actually coming and opening up and i know that's so hard yeah i mean it's i heard I, like i said i listened to your first episode and like one thing that I said that really resonated with me was that like like when you're working towards a goal like you can have people that support you but you're not gonna have many people that really understand you you feel mm -hmm. very in this process mm -hmm. and that's very much how i feel right now like um i'm not gonna get into the nitty-gritty of this and mm. i might tell you this in person because I might get a little passive aggressive, but like, um, like I also, I obviously have a lot of friends that dance like me, right? Right. Yeah. But a lot of my close friends, I feel like they don't are they're not really as passionate about dance as me, and obviously they don't have the same dream as I do, yeah. so they don't really understand me. And like, mm. it, sometimes it kind of hurts when like no one really gets you. Like people can mm -hmm. support, you, no one really understands you. Mm -hmm. Um, and like I feel like like i've kind of decided like um nowadays like i don't really know if i'm gonna i on this honestly a really bold thing to say but i don't know if i'm gonna be doing much work on a dance team anymore like i feel like i like training individually like i'm that probably like i don't i might change my mind in the future like i don't know if i want to do work on a k-pop team anymore i might join like some kind of like um choreography like team or something like that's right. like non -pop related in the future like mm -hmm. who knows but um mm -hmm. Yeah, I just feel like like I was telling my friends the other day. I was kind of just like thinking about, it, and I'm just like, like this so that like you really have to self motivate yourself in these times because like I don't have like I don't I'm gonna be very honest like I don't have many people who are as like many good friends are as passionate about dance I do who are just here to pat my back every single day because they're worrying about something else like they have their own mm -hmm. whatever and like yeah, all the that, like all the people that I know are very very passionate about dance. I'm not like I'm not very close with them. Like I'm, Honestly, I, I think I think you need to get to that point to get to the point where you find people who are passionate. Like exactly. you need to get to the point where you're self sufficient enough to find those people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. So I think you're doing everything right. Honestly, like you I mean, need to become reliant. So you're gonna become crazy good at whatever you do, and then you're gonna find people that are just as good as you, just as passionate as you. Because I feel like you know, like yeah, I think you have a point. Like I think it's like. Yeah. Don't force anything. Like everything. Yeah, exactly. In the, end, like, in the end, like people are like a cherry on top of the cake. Like right mm. now, like, you are the cake. Like you have to motivate yourself. You have to be your primary yes. motivator. You can't you can't rely on other people to tell you what to do. Like honestly, I would love to have like um like uh like some really close friends that were like maybe trying to achieve the same goal or like as were as passionate about me. Unfortunately, yeah. like like you know again like um. Yeah after i quit like my dance team and stuff like that like i'm no i'm not really close with a lot of a very very passionate mm -hmm. dancers 
again, like, I don't want to say unfortunate. It is what it is. Like, I just don't really have that strong support. I'm going to be honest. Like, I don't have that strong support system. Like, mm. I hope my friends listening to this aren't going to be offended. Like, I'm not saying that, like, my friends aren't supporting like crazy. They are. It's just that, like, when it comes to a support system that really understands me and relates to me or just is, like, you know, really, like, on a similar level to me, I just don't have that. I really don't have that. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. In the end, no matter how many people support me, like, I do feel really alone in this process. It's, it's, yeah. just, it's it is like that, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and like the way I've learned to deal with that instead of trying to blame other people, because like it's, I've learned that it's a me problem. I need <laughs> to open up. I need to be like, like talk to these people. And even if they, you know, if they don't care to listen, okay, goodbye. <laughs> like, you know, the real ones will, will stick around. Like, the people who actually give a shit about you, like, you will know because they will listen. So it's like I've learned to just cut the people out who actually don't care. And then and then my friends are, like, the two like to four people who I actually, like, I'm, I'm in love with. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's a, like, the way I helped myself feel less alone is by saying, like, okay, so I need to be a better communicator. And then of the people who listen and who are actually sticking around, those are the people I care about. Everyone else? Exactly, yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. So it's like, it's, it's like a nice way you can help to feel in control of that. Because I know exactly what you mean by like mm -hmm. you, you feel alone. But it's like the way you can actually help yourself is by, you know, trying to blame yourself for it and then trying to do something that's in your control. Because mm -hmm. you can't control these other people. Like, you can spend all yeah. fucking day complaining about no friends, you know what I mean? But it's yeah, like, like you can't like you can't expect things from people. Like yeah. no matter what you just expect things from people. And like yeah. I learned that the hard way. Like I like I've had a lot of, you know, like I've had some close friends in the past that I kind of cut off or that just something happened with our friends anymore. And like yeah. a random thing, like a random like comment, but like so from my graduating year from Colonel Bai, I think like maybe like 30, 35 people went to Waterloo, which is a crazy number. Like that's a very high number. That's mm -hmm. probably like, Jesus Christ. Like one quarter to like one third. Like one third is maybe a boost, but like a high number, right? Mm. Out of 35 people, let's say 35 people that came from like Colonel Bai to Waterloo from my graduating year, I talked to a grand total or I'm close with a grand total of zero of them. That's like. Weird. Damn. <laughs> like that gives you an idea of how little I fit into Colonel Bi culture now. Yeah. I didn't yeah. And like all the friends I made are like I've only really kept like, mm. like I only really still talk to three, three, yeah, three, three friends from Colonel Bi. Do you talk and to any of them like every day? Well, not every day, but like I'm still okay. like. So they're still, not your homies. These are not your homies. Well, like I don't really talk to like everyone, anyone every day. Like, not every day, but it's kind okay, of like okay. Okay, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. What about every mm. week? You're right. Every day, yeah. I don't talk to anyone every day. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Like I just saw like one of them yesterday. Um, mm -hmm. That's cool. But um, yeah. So like out of Colonel Bai, I really am still only close with and yeah. regularly talk to three of them. And one of them, two of them are my graduate class. One of them is your younger. Um, that's awesome. But like, yeah, like I like that's the thing, like. I was talking to my friend about this too, and I'm like, I'm like looking, like if you just wrap this up by just kind of like looking back, like I feel like I was like looking, like I really spent some time also drinking, looking back at my high school, and like there was a period of time where every time I thought about Colonel Bai, I felt like disgusted, almost like disgusted, like almost enraged because yeah. like I felt like Colonel Bai almost like like what's the word like it just it cheated me, like it just cheated me, it let me down, like I didn't realize it, but it, it let me down in a way, like. 
I expected so much from it. And I'm not saying that it's like, mm-hmm. no, it's no one's fault. It's just it's like, because like, you went through so much shit, you expected something from it. Expected something from it. And like, I really hate to say this. And I definitely am getting better at this because it's a very toxic thing to think. I'm, I'll call myself mm-hmm. out. Like, I'm not going to call myself out. It's a very toxic way to think. But like, yeah. there was a period of time where every time I thought about anyone yeah. that came from Colonel Bai, but okay, besides my friend, besides like my friends, yeah, and, like I was friends with at Colonel Bai, yeah. And like the friends I'm close with now, besides them, yeah. Every time I thought about like anyone from Colonel Bai, yeah, I really felt like nauseous sometimes. I felt like I was gonna like, I, like that's how much I didn't like that school at one point because yeah. I was like, and like it got to a point where I just associated like, I just started to dislike people from Colonel Bai for like no reason because I'm like every time I saw them, I just thought of like because every time associating them, it with your own experience, which is not exactly. Good. I saw them mm-hmm. and I. Remember, I'm like, I, yeah. for example, like I would see someone like walking around Waterloo, and from Colonel Bai, and I would immediately have this uncomfortable feeling because like I associate them with high school experience. And high school yeah. experience, looking back, just wasn't very like. A way, a way yeah. I like deal with that is like that person you were. You had to be that person to be who you are today. That's you true. Know, that's do you know true. what I mean? Yeah. That's the only way mm-hmm. I, in my mind, can reconcile shit that's happened. It's like that person made the decision to be who I am today. Right. Without yeah. that, like literally, literally, mm-hmm. I couldn't have been who I am, where I am right now without whatever the fuck they did or whatever mm-hmm. that mindset was. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's like, it's like the green side of the grass. It's like, you know, like you can think about it that way. Yeah. Or you can think about it like this. Yeah. And I would rather think about it like this. Cause I don't want to go fucking insane. Uh, <laughs> Cause like, yeah, you're right. I, I, I get that feeling and it's like some way to, yeah, I don't know. Like, you yeah, have, you have to do that. Like, that's who you are. Yeah. You know? No, I think I actually never thought, but that's a very, I'm going to be honest, it's a very way of thinking about it because like, mm. I, I'm just not a fan of toxic negativity. Like it's just, and neither am I a fan of toxic positivity either. Mm. Like mm. I, I just want to be real and just pause yes. things like, but like, I will be honest. They're just like, even now, like I have biases against Colonel Bai. Like if you are from Colonel Bai, yeah. I'm, like and I'm not friends with you or wasn't friends with you, I will have an inherent disliking bias towards <laughs> yeah. you. And like, you realize what it is. It. Like, yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna name names, but the moment <laughs> I think that yeah. I feel pop into my head because yeah. like it's what it is. Like you sound like you sound like all my black friends when they talk about white people. It's like I don't like <laughs> like oh I have like an inherent like dislike towards this kind of people, but it's like I know it, and it's like I'm trying to. But it's like if I see a white guy, it's like I know that you know. If I see an old white man, and I'm it's, yes, exactly. It's like it's I get it. You know what I mean? I get it. Honestly, like I don't want to get into this topic too much because it's a very sensitive and different topic. But like even me, like I feel like I like whenever I step into like a white like a, a like a restaurant or like a bar that's like predominantly white. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like St. Louis or like some really white bar. I actually feel like, <laughs> I feel like, like mm-hmm. but yeah. I, I, feel like I love I, how I, you said St. Louis. Let's go. Like, it's true. I went to Eddie with friends. Like, I'm, I I love their food, but like, no, because I pronounced it the same way until my white friends were like, Eddie, it's St. Louis. And I was oh, like, St. Louis? Okay, oh, I'm dead. Okay, yeah, they, you know, I'm, like, I'm like, going to call it St. Louis for the rest of my goddamn life. So I love that you said that. Louis. Let's go. I don't know. Who cares? It don't fucking matter. Call it whatever the fuck you want. Chicken restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that chicken place. Yeah. Or the wings. But, um, I feel like, I feel like, I feel more comfortable being around like, a group of like brown, black, or Arab people now than a group of white people. Yeah. I just feel, I just, that's I just. Whole, that's a whole other thing. That's yeah. like, a, oh my God, that's such a different topic. That's crazy. 
Um, yeah, but like I just want to say that I just, sometimes I just these days I just feel like less comfortable around like um, yeah. Anyways, but point being, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming on. You know, that was so. Yo, awesome. That was since I literally just sat back. I'm just like, okay, I don't even need to talk. I'm just gonna, like, <laughs> yeah. Listen. Like yeah, this. Like Eric and no, I. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, like, are we? like, no, because I didn't know you. Like, I knew of you, like in high school, right? Like through Colonel Bly, I was like, oh my god, like so smart, or like Bampton, wow, so much friends and all that, right? And then I met you, like in Waterloo when I came over, okay. um, and we and we just like partied and we just like chilled and we kicked it basically. Um, mm. So I didn't know this whole thing, and just to see your whole development, like from point A, um, having that identity like crisis, right? So that whole thing um and then transitioning to uni where there's more freedom and you're trying to find yourself a little bit more i've been transforming a little bit more now into entertainment okay you found your passion in dance and then okay how did that mold yourself you had mm. a really kind of sl downhill slope and then you had the hope of korea right and then there's all kind of obstacles in the way there and now you're here right mm -hmm. so for me that is something that's just so insane to think about mm. right like how you get from point a of oh my god i want to study super high average whatever to mm. a point where i'm like you found what you loved or you found yeah. your passions right and that's not something a lot of people could say right? mm. a lot of people don't have that chance of saying yeah i truly love to code or i truly love there are people out there who love that but mm. there's not a lot of people who can say i truly love what i'm doing right now mm. and i would be willing to do something like let's say a trainee or something similar to that Mm. Um, type of program in what I'm truly like, yeah. passionate in Eric or what I'm doing right absorbing. now. Eric was just spending right. all the time. I'll just like, that's awesome. Yeah, that story <laughs> was just insane. I'm so happy that yeah. like you I sure? got to hear it because that's insane yeah. and like you got presented to the audience. I mean, like, I don't think like my life is like life changing, like TED Talk worthy. Like, I'm not trying to sit here and like preach about how I'm like, yeah, and stuff, but like, mm -hmm. but you have to think that way. I mean, like, I do. Mm -hmm. think I've gone through a lot no, of like, yeah, like, so you have, like, your life, yeah, I developed a lot, and like, mm -hmm. but you know, like, there are times where I just look back because, like, 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 like you said, Eric, like, I but I went through all this shit because I discovered something I love, like, the something because I discovered something I love, I am now yeah. struggling, like, mm, whoa, that's, like, that's hard, it's, that's hard. It, it's, it's such a paradoxical way of like, paradoxical yeah. way of, like, <laughs> like, and like, that's the thing, I walk, like, I like. I was walking down that carved path in the forest, but until like, but until like, um, yeah, and like until like around end of first year, I was, and then sec when second year started, I started to deviate, and now like that's when I started to like encounter thorns, like dangerous. Mm. And now you're just surrendering. Now you're just like, you know what? It's supposed to be hard. It's okay. The thorns, yeah, okay. Like now you're taking it step by step. You're like, okay, I'm not gonna look at the fire. I'm not gonna look at the water. I'm not gonna look at the ropes I gotta climb. You're just like. Yeah, this is painful. Just look, at, just look at what's ahead of me in the short term. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like, you know, like I'm, I'll, I'll just say this: like, there are times, there are on, there are honestly even these, there are honestly times where I think I'm like, is sometimes ignorance bliss? And what I mean by that is like, mm. what if I discovered dance? What if I had just been that cold monkey, oh my like God. right, right, walk down the path? But like, Jesus but, Christ. But, <laughs> yes, yeah. I might not have liked it, but like, I feel like I would have hated it less not having known dance because oh, then at least i would have yeah and wow. i at least I would have been like oh well i like i i, I like this and like it's the only thing i have to do <laughs> or i'm good at it or whatever yeah. i'm good at it versus like doing that but also discovering dance because then i'll be like 
fuck, I hate this, but I want to do something. I feel like that's more miserable. Like the second option is more miserable. The first option is more blissful, but it's more ignorant. You know what I mean? It that's is, a, that's yeah. a crazy thing to. Th- I think that's. Whoa. It's insane to think about, but it's true. Like some cool. wake up, I'm just like, what if I just wake up and just had never discovered dance? Like, would my would I just that's be kind of like, would I really be sitting here like whatever? You know, like I would never give power to those thoughts, but that's a cool thought. That's like a like a fuck like a whoa that's a mind fuck oh my god I've never thought that. It's really interesting because like it's like that's what if I had never walked down that that path of thorns in the woods? What if I had just looked at it been like and eh, whatever I just kept walking down the path? You know like that's crazy. I then again, yeah. like the future like for me very very if like super un super uncertain like I really don't even that's know where I'll be like for like eight months like i cannot i could literally not even be in the same country in the next like eight months i could be mm. back in school like who knows like right now i'm just taking four months at a time like my general plan is just like you know get my degree because yeah. I, ha- I have to have a back i have to have a backup plan like no matter what mm. Mm. Um, but if the opportunity arises i might just take it like mm. yeah of course oh, come back four to eight months later on nobody yet to find out on nobody yet <laughs> hopefully we kept the lights up in the building you know we're still there (laughs) yeah Yeah. okay well thank you i feel like we could have that's insane that was so much fun yeah okay oh yo where where can they find you where can they find you play your stuff gabe 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 play your stuff if you want (laughs) um i don't i'm not really much of a cloud seeker but like on my instagram and check out like some of the stuff that Mm. i just kind of and do my instagram handle is just like marley so m-a-r-l-e-y dot l-i-u so you find me on there don't feel bad for self-promoting dude yeah Yeah, that's who you are okay this is nobody yet nobody's and we out peace peace thank you so 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 much for listening for the episode of nobody yet of course, we have weekly episodes every Monday, so you can always expect to find content then. If you're interested, join the Nobody Yet community, you know? Uh, follow us on Instagram, we are Nobody Yet. YouTube, Nobody Yet Podcast. Of course, you'll see visuals there for our podcasts as well as any additional content. And of course, you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, just anywhere you can imagine. And of course, if you like what you hear, uh, give us that follow or give that five-star review. We thank you so much for it. And of course, we'll catch you in the next one. Peace.